When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. FCS Fever Podcast. This is where we turn up the heat on FCS football. Available wherever you get your podcasts. The FCS Fever Podcast is part of the Aaron Torres Media Feed. I'm Chris Sylvester, and after the appetizer that was week zero, we are fired up for a full slate of games in week one of the brand new college football season. There's some really good week one matchups on the docket. We will reveal our first ever FCS Fever Podcast top five hottest matchups of the week. We'll also hear from South Dakota State Jackrabbit quarterback Mark Gronowski. Remember him from the 2021 spring season. He put up big numbers. He was the Missouri Valley Offensive Player of the Year. Helped the Jackrabbits reach that spring FCS championship game where they fell to Sam Houston State. He was injured in that game. Didn't play at all in the fall last season. He's back 15 months in between games for him. And we're excited to catch up with him, get his thoughts on South Dakota State's big matchup week one as they head to the House of the Hawkeyes in Iowa City and take on Iowa on FS1. But first things first, we did get a little bit of a football fix over the weekend, had some FCS teams in action. We were hoping to drop our first hashtag fear the FCS over the weekend. It, it didn't happen. Scotty Walden, Austin Pease head coach, he was our guest last week. And they fought like heck on the road in Bowling Green at Western Kentucky. That was the first college football game to kick in the 2022 season. Just a one-point game going to the fourth quarter. Austin P. trailed 21-20. Western Kentucky, they were able to put together a couple of touchdowns and a field goal. They did limit Austin P. to just one fourth-quarter touchdown and one 38-27. But... I think Austin P. newcomers in the A-Sun, they will be a problem in that A-Sun whack automatic qualifier mess that everyone is still seemingly trying to figure out. There was the FCS kickoff game between Stephen F. Austin and FCS outbound Jacksonville State. And Stephen F. Austin more than a touchdown favorite going into the game that was played in uh, Montgomery, Alabama. They got off to a terrific start out to a 17-7 lead. And then Jacksonville State snatched their souls the rest of the game and went on to outscore them 35-0 from the middle of the second quarter on. 
now Jacksonville State. They do have a scholarship advantage, much like Sam Houston State. That's why they're not eligible for the FCS playoffs at the end of the season this year. But Stephen F. Austin, a uh, tough break for them. In a lot of people's preseason top tens, good showing for about a quarter and a half. Not so much the final two and a half quarters of that game. We'll see if they can bounce back on the road against an FCS opponent in week one. Idaho State went to UNLV Allegiant Stadium, home of the Las Vegas Raiders. It was a pretty close first quarter in that game. 10-7 after the first 15 minutes, but UNLV really put it on Idaho State. And the new-look Bengals outscored them 35-0 in the second quarter. And it was 52-21, uh, the final from Las Vegas. Duquesne and Florida State, that wasn't a close game. We didn't expect it to be a close game. Duquesne did cover. They were plus 42 going into that game, and they lose 47-7 in Tallahassee. Uh, one of the two all-FCS matchups that we got in Week 0, and it was a Mercer team. Remember, we talked about it a little bit last week, but it was a Mercer team, Mercer program. They, they've never gone to the FCS playoffs in the history of their program since they've been at this level. They moved up from the Pioneer Football League, now in the Southern Conference, the SOCON, and they were so close to an FCS berth a season ago, they beat the brakes off a Moorhead State team that won seven games out of the PFL last season, 63-13. And Mercer is going to Auburn week one. Look, it, this, this ain't Cam Newton Auburn, okay? <laughs> this, is, this is Auburn unranked. This is Auburn, a team whose over-under win total for the year is six. That means the experts expect Auburn to be a pedestrian, middle-of-the-road SEC team. Does that mean Mercer's going to go in there and walk out with a W? I don't think so, but I think Auburn is going to have some fits on their hands with the Mercer Bears fresh off dropping 63 at home in Macon at Five Star Stadium. I think that is a chance to be a, a sneaky good FCS-FBS matchup here in Week 1. It had the Miak-Swack Challenge. Went the way of Alabama State, 23-13. And then all the drama surrounding FAMU, Florida A&M. They almost didn't go to Chapel Hill the day before they were supposed to play North Carolina. That game wound up happening, 56-24. The Tar Heels won. Florida A&M put up a pretty good fight. It was a two-touchdown game at the half. Florida A&M got closer before North Carolina pulled away outscoring them 21-0 in the fourth quarter. Florida A&M, an FCS playoff team from a season ago. We will break down their Orange Blossom matchup with Jackson State later in the program. Some of the adversity that those programs are dealing with. But it, it was really nice to just have some football on the screen last weekend. Some college football, some FCS football on the docket. Now we've got a full slate. Now we've got every team from every conference rearing up and ready to go in week one. That includes the preseason number two. Well, at least the preseason number two in most of the polls. I'm talking about the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. So close to a national title in the spring season of 21. They were without their starting quarterback, Mark Gronowski, all of last season in the fall. Still won a few playoff games. Still got deep into the postseason. Unfortunately for them, because of a couple of mishaps in conference play, outside of their first playoff matchup against UC Davis last year, they were first to go out on the road. They won a couple of playoff games on the road, wound up ending their season at Montana State, the eventual runner-up 
But I can tell you this, South Dakota State, they are a very intriguing team to watch in 2021. Let's chat with South Dakota State quarterback Mark Gronowski, who's back after the injury that kept him out all of last year. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply all right, Mark Gronowski is QB1 for the preseason number two, South Dakota State Jackrabbits. South Dakota State opens the new year at Iowa this Saturday on FS1. Mark, thanks for taking some time to join us. Uh, last we saw you, it was in the spring FCS National Championship game last year. Now you missed the fall season in 2021, recovering from an injury, but how's everything feeling as you gear up for the Hawkeyes and week one of 2022? Well, first off, I want to just say thanks for having me on, Chris. Uh, but my knee's feeling great. Mind is sharper than ever. Uh, it's been a long time coming. It's been about 15 months since that uh, initial injury. And it's been it's been a long road to recovery. Uh, a lot of bumps along the road, but uh, the adversity I think is going to help me along in the end. And God has his plan for everything. And uh, <clears throat> I'm just really excited to get back and ready to go with the guys. Mark Gronowski is our guest on the FCS Fever podcast. He's the starting quarterback for preseason number two, the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Now, uh, you guys still were able to have a pretty successful campaign with you on the sideline uh, last season, including an FBS win when you went to Fort Collins, Colorado, and handed it to Colorado State in week one. You guys finished 11-4 and four overall and uh, unfortunately uh, ran into a tough slate despite picking up uh, three victories in the postseason. You had to play uh, the majority of those games out on the road. Uh, you mentioned 15 months in between live game action for you. What was the toughest part about not being able to be on the field in those game situations postseason in particular uh, down the stretch of the fall last year? Ah, oh, man, the toughest thing was definitely just not 
I mean, it's 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 just not being able to contribute to your guys. I mean, you've seen them work so hard, and you've I've, I've worked so hard with them the year prior, and just me be, being wanting to contribute and make a difference in the game uh, was a real struggle on the field. So I kind of had to learn a little bit throughout the entire season um, how I could contribute off the field, and uh, I feel like I did that a lot with just the leadership on the sidelines and um, trying to bring the best out of everyone mentally and. Um, but that was really tough, just not being able to contribute with your guys and sweat out there on the field, really. Now, you guys bring back a lot of talent with this team on offense in particular. Your head coach, John Stiglmeyer, says this might be his best offense ever at South Dakota State. The guy's been there for more than a quarter of a century, so that's a <laughs> high praise for this group. So what is it about this Jackrabbit offense that's going to give opposing defenses nightmares? <laughs> I mean, the, the biggest thing is that we have so many weapons, so many weapons out front that you're not going to be able to double team anyone or really key into one guy. And there, we have a run game. We have a pass game. We got uh, two stud receivers and two stud tight ends just right off the bat that are NFL caliber guys this year. And then we got Isaiah at running back who's a stud. Obviously, he didn't play that much last year, but I know a lot of people remember that run from that national championship game two years ago. And uh, he, he's, he's one of the hardest workers on our team, and he's, he's, he's ready to have a big year this year. Along with the guys up front, uh, it's, it's going to be exciting. And these, these guys have been – the guys up front have been working really hard, and uh, we got two guys that are NFL-caliber guys as well on the left side. So uh, up there we're going to have time to throw, and they're going to be great run blockers as well. So you can't really prepare for anyone. You kind of have to prepare for us all, which is the toughest part. Yeah, now back in the spring of uh, 2021, uh, you helped the Jackrabbits get to that FCS title game we mentioned. Uh, you won Missouri Valley Offensive Player of the Year. You were the FCS Freshman of the Year. You had all that success in an abnormal spring season. So how much different is it getting ready for a more traditional full fall season <laughs> this time around? I mean, to be honest, I mean, I hear a lot of people saying how that was like uh... – uh, a fake season a a sh i mean obviously it was it was a shorter season but the games were still the same the teams we were playing were still the same everyone was still trying to win it wasn't like that anyone was trying to take that part of the season lightly i mean obviously some teams dropped out after they weren't doing very well but the, the teams that were ready to win then were uh playing for it and i felt really great then and coming into this season um the only difference is we probably have to play five more games this year overall and the biggest thing for me is just coming into this season is just trying to keep my body right and stay as healthy as I can throughout the entire season because obviously I wasn't able to stay healthy for the going into the last game and my goal this year is just to keep my body right and also continuing to watch film and learn from the defenses because obviously some defenses change after two years and not everything's going to be the same but uh, biggest thing is staying healthy. It always seems like Missouri Valley teams give FBS teams nightmares. It doesn't matter if, if you're facing a team from the Big Ten, the Big 12, the SEC, Power Five, Group of Five. It doesn't seem to matter. I mentioned you guys really put it on Colorado State. That was not a very competitive football game last season. You guys were, were the better team for sure. Now, Iowa, it's going to be a tough <laughs> test. Obviously, a lot of success with that program. They've got a tremendous fan base. They always seem to have a good defense. I know you're kind of early into your prep 
for the Iowa Hawkeyes coming up this weekend. But what have you seen on film? And, and how does South Dakota State go to Iowa City and come on back to Brookings with the W in week one? <laughs> um, I mean, all our guys are really excited to go up there in Iowa. And just based off last year, I mean, we played – uh, Colorado State and beat them pretty solidly and Colorado State played Iowa to a pretty close game the a couple weeks after that and that gives us a little bit of confidence but obviously I mean, we, we know we have a great team here and uh, we know that we have we deserve to play in this game and we have the right to win this game we're not coming in with our uh, tails between our legs kind of scared of Iowa because I know they were a big 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 team last year but uh, we're, we're ready to go and seeing their defense I mean they have obviously one of the top defenses in the country but we, we see some points that we can attack, and uh, Coach Lujan, our new offense coordinator this year, is, uh, has really been diving into them and understanding their defense more. And I really like the game plan that he's starting to build and what we're attacking. But after we win that game, and I'm going to say we win that game because got to have the confidence that you, that you, that you will win that game. Um, coming back to Brookings, it'll be a great feeling and a great start to our season. I love it. I love the confidence. Mark Mark Gronowski's calling it. South Dakota State is coming back to Brookings with a win over the Iowa Hawkeyes this weekend. It's just a little bit different when you play in the Missouri Valley Conference and you play at South Dakota State. Uh, you don't look at those FBS games as, as warm-ups and a chance to get better. You look at those games as a chance to win them, and I'd imagine that's probably why you picked South Dakota State coming out of high school when you could have gone elsewhere. Hey, thanks so much for your time. Where can fans kind of follow you on social media if you're active on there at all throughout the season yeah uh, I'm on Twitter and I'm on uh, Instagram mostly uh, you guys can follow me at mgranowski11 on both Twitter and Instagram and I'll be posting a lot during the season so that's where you can find me Good stuff, Mark. We hope to be throwing a lot of hashtag fear the FCS hashtags out there this weekend when you guys take on Iowa Saturday on FS1. Thanks again, and have a great season. Stay healthy. We hope to talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right, that's the sound. Get used to it. It's the FCS Fever Podcast's top five Hottest matchups this week. We're going to do this on a weekly basis. There's a wrinkle these first few weeks with so many FCS, FBS matchups that we will certainly be throwing in some of those games into our top five, if worthy, before we get into that portion of the season conference play where it's FCS versus FCS across the board. All right, so without further ado, Number five, it's the only Sunday matchup in the FCS this week from Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Florida A&M meets Coach Prime and Jackson State. Now, you remember this game last year. If you don't, there weren't a whole lot of points. It was a 7-6 victory for Jackson State over Florida A&M. Now, Jackson State in 2021 went on to play in the Celebration Bowl. They did not have a good showing against South Carolina State in Atlanta last December. So not a great end of the season for Coach Prime, but a monster offseason put together with the recruiting class hitting the transfer portal. Look, Jackson State is going to be a formidable football team 
in 2022. Same can be said for Florida A&M. Now, both of these programs have been dealing with some adversity going into this big matchup on Sunday in Miami. This game is part of the Orange Blossom Classic. It'll be at 3 Eastern, kicking off on ESPN2. Florida A&M has already played. They lost in week 0, 56-24 at North Carolina, a game that almost didn't happen because of a lack of players that Florida A&M had available to them going to Chapel Hill. It sounded like some eligibility issues that's now getting worked out, uh, some deficiencies in the Florida A&M athletic department not being able to clear players quick enough to play in the Week 0 matchups. It sounds like the SWAC is stepping in and helping Florida A&M resolve most of these issues before Sunday's Orange Blossom Classic game against Jackson State. Now Jackson State has run into a little bit of trouble. This is what Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, had to say on his Instagram account Tuesday. We uh, hit with a little crisis, the city of Jackson. We don't have water. Water means uh, we don't have air conditioning. We can't use toilets. Uh, we don't have water. Uh, we don't, therefore, we don't have ice, which pretty much places a burden on the program. So right now, we're operating in crisis mode. I got to get these kids off campus, the ones that live on campus, the one that lives in the city of Jackson into a hotel and accommodate them um, so that they can shower properly and, and take care of their just needs. Make sure all our kids are fed and all our kids have the necessities of life for the next several days uh, until this crisis resides. That's what we're operating in right now. So we're going to find somewhere to practice, find somewhere that can accommodate every darn thing that we need and desire to be who we desire to be, and that's dominant. The devil is a lie. You ain't going to get us today, baby. Yeah, man, it's hot. We're going to get energy regardless, though. No cap. It's hot. Can't lie, man. It's hot in here, bro. It's hot. Yeah, I mean, the Jackson, bro. That's just Jackson. <laughs> man, we, we trying to, we're going to make it happen, man. We're trying to make a way for these kids to be able to take a shower, to be able to brush their teeth and stuff. The water is not going right now, man. It's all good, man. Minor setback for a major comeback. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply 
That audio courtesy of Deion Sanders' Instagram, as we mentioned. Uh, towards the end there, though, some of the Jackson State assistant coaches and players kind of giving folks an idea of some of the elements they've had to deal with as they get ready for their week one matchup with Florida A&M. Look, this is uh, more than just a game between two HBCU powerhouses. This is a game between a Florida A&M program that was in the FCS playoffs last season and a Jackson State program that could very well be kind of leading the charge with changing how HBCU football operates at the FCS level. So should be an interesting matchup, especially with everything leading up to the Orange Blossom Classic. I do tend to think they will clear the combined 13 points that they scored in the matchup last year. All right, number four. On a Thursday night in Conway, Arkansas, Missouri State, Bobby Petrino and the Bears are headed to Estes Stadium to take on Central Arkansas. Missouri State, they are in the preseason top five at number five, coming off a surprising 8-4 and four campaign a season ago. On the road at Central Arkansas, already the third time that Bobby Petrino and the Bears have played Central Arkansas. They lost in the spring season on the road in Conway, won a shootout in Springfield last fall, 43-34. Central Arkansas, they were close to being better than the 5-6 and six team they finished at last season. Again, getting some preseason hype out of the A-Sun preseason poll. I expect this to be a sneaky good matchup on Thursday night to get us ready for the full weekend. From the silver and purple turf in Conway, Arkansas, to the red turf up at Roos Field in Cheney, Washington, number three. It's a good matchup, I think. Others may disagree. Who knows what the lines will say when they come out on Saturday. But it's Tennessee State at Eastern Washington for Eastern ESPN+. Plus. Eric Berrier no longer at Eastern Washington after it seemed like 10 years he was the starting quarterback there for the Eagles and Aaron Best. It's going to be Gunnar Talkington, at least out of the shoot. Talkington is a 5'10", redshirt senior, 32 out of 64 in his career, 365 yards, five tubs at Eastern Washington. So there's not a whole lot of experience, especially not as a starting quarterback at that QB1 spot at Eastern Washington. Look, I, I think they're being overlooked. I think Weber State's being overlooked. There are a lot of powerhouses in the FCS that maybe don't look sexy right now, but you can never count out Eastern Washington. I do expect them to beat Tennessee State week one, but this is why I have this game in my top five. This is why I have this game at number three. Tennessee State on the rise. We kind of talked about the HBCU situation at Jackson State, Florida A&M, maybe seeing some more HBCU programs in the postseason beyond the Celebration Bowl as early as this season. Tennessee State did get one preseason vote to finish first in the Ohio Valley Conference. The OVC is a little bit different. With the realignment, Austin P is out of the conference among some others that have been there in the last decade or so. UT Martin is the favorite. Southeast Missouri State is right behind them. They've got an FBS matchup to open the season. But I like Tennessee State. I like Tennessee State to compete. I like Tennessee State to put up some points and maybe make some things difficult 
for a new look Eastern Washington offense, at least at that quarterback spot. It's hard to bet against the system that Eastern Washington has just about each and every year for that offense up there in Cheney. It seems like they're even better at scoring points on the red turf. But I think this has all the makings to be a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. Number two, we're staying out west, and, yeah, I think we're calling it. That is the FCS fever sound for upset alert. Who are we putting on upset alert? It's our number two matchup of week one. And this is an interdivisional matchup. I'm talking about Berkeley, California, number 25 UC Davis visits Cal in week one. Now UC Davis, they went to Tulsa opening week 2021, stole an FBS game on the road for Dan Hawkins and company. This is not the first time they are headed to Berkeley to take on the California Golden Bears. Got close, lost by a couple of touchdowns back in 2019. Dan Hawkins, it's not a surprise. The dude has been silent on who his starting quarterback might be. But you look at the possibilities of a Miles Hastings returning to that system. Had success, won games as a starter last season. Trent Tompkins, who they put in a bunch of different packages, could be a guy to give them that dual threat capability. And you can't overlook the big sky offensive preseason player of the year Ulonzo Gilliam coming out of the backfield for UC Davis. Yes, it was a disappointing finish to 2021 for UC Davis. They're not getting the preseason love that the Montana programs are getting, not getting the preseason love Crosstown rival Sac State is getting. I still think Dan Hawkins has this program in a really good place. Justin Wilcox, on the other hand, at Cal, Got to make something happen this season. I like UC Davis on the road at Cal. I think they're going to give them fits from wire to wire in Berkeley. Don't expect a ton of points to be scored in this game, but I like this as one of the better matchups featuring an FCS program this weekend. Upset style, I like UC Davis over Cal. All right, let's get to it. Number one. Ah, <laughs> there it is again. I mean, come on. It, it, this is what I call hashtag fear the FCS season. A and it's that season for a reason. I don't have to explain my upset to you because you already heard it. Mark Gronowski, South Dakota State quarterback. We had him on the show earlier. He called it. I'm right there with them. I'm going into the fire with Mark Gronowski. Iowa City, Iowa. This weekend, it's one of the first games kicking off. FS1, noon Eastern, nine out West, somewhere in between, in between. Come on, South Dakota State at Iowa. The Gronowski coming back after 15 months. A great storyline in itself, but it's more than just the storylines for South Dakota State. Many believe we are destined for a Dakota marker national title game at the end of this season. And look, we might be able to stop saying that after this weekend. Maybe South Dakota State doesn't compete with Iowa on the level that I expect, that many expect around the FCS. But, but I think South Dakota State, I think they have the continuity. I think they have the talent. 
Iowa coming off the year that they had. They were in a good spot for a while. They still reached the Big Ten title game. They just weren't on the same level as Ohio State, and everybody kind of knew that going into the game. Iowa is not a preseason top 25 team at the FBS level. And if you know anything about preseason polls, preseason lists, they just don't mean a whole lot. They're just words on paper. But I think this South Dakota State team is as good as people think they are on paper. I think Iowa has taken a step back from where they were a season ago. And if you're an FCS football fan, you know as well as anybody the best time to pick off a Power 5 program more times than not. And you got to give love to those FCS programs that have in November gone into F SEC houses and won games. But I really like South Dakota State. I really like Mark Granowski. I really like Coach Stig, man. I mean, Coach Stig went out and said, this is the best offense I think I've ever had at South Dakota State. And that dude has had some really good offenses. He has seen really good offenses from other Missouri Valley teams in more than 25 years at the helm. I don't think that the atmosphere, the stage, the spotlight is going to negatively affect South Dakota State at all. I think they're ready for this. And I think the fact that this is a week one game, that the new offensive coordinator and that regime have had a chance to kind of prep for Iowa. You heard Mark Gronowski reveal it earlier. They've kind of got a unique game plan going in, and that's kind of what you need for a defense like Iowa. Not an easy game to win. Not a game that people are necessarily going to be surprised at if South Dakota State doesn't win, but I expect it. Mark Gronowski expects it, and I think FCS fans, even Bison fans, are hoping that the Jackrabbits get out of Iowa with the victory just like North Dakota State did when they were there in 2016. And so there it is, our top five matchups involving FCS programs in week one of 2022. Special thanks to Mark Gronowski, South Dakota State quarterback, for jumping on. Next week, we'll hit you twice. Recap show of week one on Monday. Week two preview show dropping on Thursday. Until then. This is the FCS Fever Podcast on the Aaron Torres Media Feed. I'm Chris Sylvester. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.